Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the remote studio up in the mountains, back at it again, joined by Randy Angston. What's up, man? How are we doing, brother? It's good. Enjoying this weather. It's 114 this weekend. I think we'll uh, stay right where we're at. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I have uh, a cabin up here in the White Mountains of Arizona, an Airbnb type. Uh, well, that was, the, that was the original reason I bought it. I ended up uh, just liking it too much. So I have a remote studio. Get out of town. It's only a couple hours outside of the the valley right <laughs> Phoenix. up on the mountain. Yep. So it's uh, for anybody that, uh, you know, has cabins, has places to get away. It's a, man, I've been wanting one of these forever. Finally did it, pulled the trigger, and it's, uh, it's been paying dividends. That's, so, a, that's an eight-year plan. I'm talking about it for a long time. Just I finally just did it, right? Well, so, it came to fruition. So we got a good one for you guys today. We're talking about, uh, you know, so this is a little bit from the chatter going on in the Iron Circle as well as a lot of the gym owners we work with. I mean, I would tell you, um, most people – most people have some type of uh, lead to member journey, I guess, from marketing to the time they become a member. Um, you know, the steps in the process, uh, you know, and each step has, I guess, conversion percentages and uh, optimization opportunities and things like that. But, uh, you know, a lot of times what happens is something in the chain is broken and then the whole thing's broken like in, in yeah. the mentality of the owners like well i'm not getting any members out of this marketing play the whole thing doesn't work yeah you're throwing the baby out with the bathwater, right yeah and what do i mean by that what i mean is that there's there's been several times where we've had to go in and look at a campaign or or you know the steps of a process and it's working very well but there's one weak link and you know that stops and prevents people from making it all the way to a, being a member. Yeah. And unless you know all of the steps and all the things that can or can't happen or, or what to expect, you kind of just sometimes throw your hands up, you know, and, and like, look, gym owners, you got enough on your plate. You shouldn't have to know everything, but you should know what's going on. You it, don't have to know how to do it, but you should know what is going on. Yeah. And I mean, if you lay out that system left to right right like you said there's a multiple conversion opportunities or, or places mm -hmm. optimization is not throwing that whole system out and starting fresh that's the hardest most work that you're going to do right you've got something in play and to your point most of the time there are like the system's working it's that one fall point right that one conversion percentage that prevents everything else from rolling downhill and i mean even from a sheer math standpoint if you let's say you've got you know in a normal nurture, lead comes in, the next step's booking, the next step's showing up, the next step's then converting into something, right? Each of those conversion percentages, if you put those on paper and you said, okay, this one's converting at 10% while everything else is 80%, that's your, that's your ticket. That's where you go when you start. Unfortunately, to your point, 
if you don't know that and you're not practicing fixing your systems, quite often you throw the whole thing out and try and find something new. Correct. Or the hook isn't working or the ad mm -hmm. or the, you know, and so here's, here's, here's what we want to kind of get across uh, to everybody. You should, you should lay it out left to right. Absolutely. Uh, and, and there's, I guess there's probably infinite ways to, to convert a member, I guess, if you want to think about, it. but there's, there's some people like us who will run an ad and the next call to action is to book an appointment in person, right? We've been doing that forever. As long as, as long as I can remember, that's been the call to action. Yeah. Uh, for, for a limited amount of time, we would send them to a landing page to then purchase a trial or something like that. But even in the background, we always need to get somebody in front of us in order to close a deal. Uh, and so when I've seen a recent trend and transparency, we're testing this as well. I've seen a recent trend of let's not send them to an in-person appointment. Let's get them to get on a phone call first and then convert them into an in-person appointment and then convert them into a member. Do, do you want to talk about how we got there? Go ahead. Because, and again, like the system's not necessarily broken, right? I mean, it's not complete failure. But for a couple months in the middle of the summer here, show rates, and, and this is larger than Tim's facility. I mean, these are the clients that we've worked with. Like we said, the Iron Circle chat, coaching clients. It seems like, you know, this summer we had a really big decline in shows uh, across the board for fitness. So when that was the case, that's where we said, okay, if they're not showing up this point of the left to right journey, let's go and do something. What can we do not to change all of it? But to increase our show rates, um, let's 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 quantify or let's qualify some of those people that are coming in, make them a little bit more comfortable, and we'll we'll work on that conversion opportunity. And so that's where we decided, Tim and Zach decided, let's go left and right because much to the same thing, without the data telling us mm -hmm. that this is increasing the number of conversions that are taking place, it is purely assumption. And so the right thing to do and what the choice that Tim and Zach have made is let's do an A-B split test, meaning there's two options at this. The only difference that we're changing in the system is layering in the discovery call with half of the ads, half of the ad spend, half of that process. That's giving us data left to right on which one is more effective, which one leads to more conversions. And that's how you should be making the decisions in your business, not just yeah, I don't think that works. So let me go and try something new. Right. Well, yeah, that's great. And that's probably why you're, I mean, it's not great. That's probably why you're frustrated often, why you can't find consistency, why you're jumping from one marketing plan to the next, because you're not systematizing the business. You're not treating it like a system. It's pure, you know, throw everything at the wall and see what sticks type of mentality. And that's the, the most difficult way of going about your business. Yep, it's right, and um, you know we did. We are doing it right now. We're a couple weeks in, no, no data to report yet. But uh, I mean, honestly, we've had probably our biggest August of all time. Um, still going. We're still got another whole week and a half left, or week left. Um, but n none of the results have come from the calls mm -hmm. set. So like, there's so it's you know nothing to say. We're going to do ninety days to really try this thing out. Uh, but to Randy's point, a lot of people throw their hands up in the air. This there, nobody's, nobody's showing like globally, nobody's showing. And, uh, let's, let's put a discovery call in front so we can then, like you said, hopefully, you know, in theory, 
on paper, yep. it sounds right. Like, hey, yeah. let's get them on a phone. Let's qualify them. Maybe, maybe it's too much for them. Maybe they don't know where we're at. Maybe uh, you know we are too far. Maybe we're um, not what they're looking for. And instead of them having to kind of make those decisions on their own and not showing up because of it, let's either talk them into what we what we do do or make them more comfortable, etc. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and on paper, again, I keep saying this in theory, it makes sense, right? Like if somebody has a conversation with somebody and, um, you know, you get to know them, oh, I'm meeting with this person, maybe there's a little bit more buy-in. Well, we, I but mean, the we, numbers haven't shown anything to me yet. So correct, again, yeah. we're, we're very data-driven. Again, it, in theory, it makes sense. In theory, a beautiful landing page should convert better than a ugly landing page. In theory, nine times out of 10, it's the opposite. It's an ugly, an ugly ad converts better than a professional ad. On theory, you would think the professional ad, right? So it doesn't, what's in theory and what's in real life are sometimes opposite. Absolutely. Well, the, I mean, to that point, I mean, one of them is decided through logic. One is decided through emotion. emotion yep. And if we really just hang on to the emotional side of things and make our decisions in our business purely based on emotion, we're losing the game yeah. big yeah. time. I mean, big time. I mean, it goes back to the, my clients won't mentality or, you know, the fear of making a decision that's right for the business because you're emotionally connected or charged. Sure. It sure. clouds judgment. Attention gym owners. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Join our exclusive Facebook group, Profit Accelerator, and unlock the potential to scale your gym to $30,000 a month and beyond. In the Profit Accelerator group, we're going to focus solely on helping gym owners just like you win. We offer regular training sessions and share our best proven strategies to boost your business. Join us now by searching for Profit Accelerator on Facebook. Be part of a community that's all about success and growth, the Profit Accelerator, where gym owners thrive. All right, now let's get back to the show. You know, and you know, if you guys don't know our story back in 2015 and really into almost 2020, we were running ads, agency style running ads and really doing it. I, I don't know. I mean, we, we had a lot of data. Yeah. And one of the global averages, I would say, because people are like, well, what is good? What should I expect from, uh, you know, lead to conversion? I will tell you this. Um, the hook, the ad makes everything different, right? So let's just say, gosh, I can't even, th I mean, from the ads that we were doing, let's just put it there because this can go away. You can go, <laughs> just go in any direction. From the ads that we were doing, we would see about a six to eight percent of total leads convert to members. What does that mean? So let's just say you had a hundred leads come in in let's call it 30 days, regardless of their cost per lead and all this stuff. Regardless of the show rate, regardless of the people booking, we had about six to eight of them become members. Okay, so that's from the highest point to the lowest point. Lead generation to member. And that's a good number to know. Sure. But what about all those other things in between? It kind of worked out like this. 100 leads would lead to 50 booked appointments, would lead to somewhere around 25 to 30 shows, which would lead to somewhere around 15 12 to 15 trials uh, yeah. back then to six to eight to 10, whatever. Sure. I mean, that was about what we were seeing. Somebody was way low. We would optimize points. If they were way high, we would keep feeding the machine. Yeah. But like, that's about what we saw. Mm -hmm. About 50% uh, each conversion drop off. Yeah. 50% drop off. For those followers. 
So then, then you go back into our math and marketing, um, you know, the way we look at it, let's just say you have a $200 a month membership. Let's just mm -hmm. throw easy numbers out there because we're going to do this on the fly. $200, $200 a month membership. Let's say you got $10 leads. Okay. So if you get 100 leads, you spend $1,000 on for, for advertising that ended up between six and eight, I guess, conversions at $200 a piece. So between $1,200. Uh, you know, an eight would be what sixteen hundred. So you would spend a thousand, and you would make twelve hundred to sixteen hundred dollars in month one. Month one, okay. So that's a win, right? Like because we're above one ROAS, and all that would would work. We would also see hundred leads end up with fifteen clients. We see a hundred leads end up with two clients, and so it's like where in the chain did something break down? Yeah. And that's that's why you need to know about it. You don't need to know how to do it, I guess, is really the point. Yeah, I mean, the it gives you so much power when you know each, like what to work on when each opportunity struggles. You know what I mean? Like if, you're, if your ad, your total leads uh, aren't converting to booked appointments, you know, what is the language that you can say in those follow-ups, emails, nurtures, uh, text message nurtures, voice well, rocks. Yeah, if your ads aren't creating leads in general, that's another, after that if they're not booking oh, but yeah i mean if you're not you start there right if you're not if you're not generating leads it's the ad yep i mean you have it's the to targeting it's, yeah. it's the language it's the images it you know could be it could be something as stupid as you're, th you're throwing female ads to male audiences yeah, goofy stuff well and and one thing that i really want to stress here because this is where you can take the optimization but you can see the greatest wins if you have a system and it's it's chugging along and there's not necessarily a problem but you want to increase its effectiveness start funnel high right so the higher you move up that uh funnel process if you convert more leads to booked appointments you've got greater opportunities at every following conversion opportunity right if you have just for the sake of conversation we had 100 leads generated and you went from 50 percent booked to 75 percent booked you get 75 opportunities as opposed to 50 that math rolls downhill, right? So when you're looking at that system, you remember that in the back of your head, because obviously I would start with your lowest first. I mean, like your your lowest converting opportunities, right? If you got a 10% or if you got a something like that, go in there and figure out what can you, you can do at that point. From there though, optimization and increasing the effectiveness, just remember that the higher up the funnel you go, the greater your chances of total members. Law of large numbers, I guess, yeah. on that one. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously, if you're getting people to show, I mean, the easiest thing to see is like, hey, we we closed 20% of our consultations. Well, that's, you got to look at your sales consultation process, right? 80%, baby. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would argue most gym owners feel like they're pretty good salespeople. Oh, yes. And, and like, listen, guys, as the owner of the operation, yeah, you probably are a pretty good converter doesn't mean you're a good salesperson because the owner, the, the, the quote unquote person that the buck stops here, you have way more leverage than a salesperson in your operation because you, they trust you're the guy. You're like, you know, why would you lie to me? Go right? to the source, right? Go to yeah. the source. And I use that to my advantage all the time. I would tell people like, listen, Mrs. Johnson, I'm the owner here. You know, if something's wrong, you just come see me. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to go through anybody. I'm the guy, right? And they like that. I also would use this line a lot. We're too small of a business to screw people over. You'd see it all over. Yep, we'd be closed. Yeah. Oh, you know. To that point, though, that is a unique opportunity 
that isn't systemizable. You can't Mm-mm. duplicate no. that. You can't, you know, oh, hey, I want every one of my sales guys to call themselves. No, you're not owners. It's just <laughs> a not, one-off. It's, yeah, it's an advantage, a strategic advantage of the owner in that position. But put somebody in that seat that's doing the job, coach them up, give them the skill sets to be effective, close at 80% plus. And uh, I mean, what more can you ask for from somebody that's uh, somebody else doing the mm-hmm. work in place of you? Well, 80% is great. I mean, hell yeah. If you could close eight out of every 10, I mean, you'd be in great shape, right? Um, we've, I think our global, I mean, I, this is every consultation we've done to every conversion is 77% this year. Hell yeah. Okay. I've got everything. I've got everything in Britain, you know, down. So not bad. Um, some people are like, well, I'm 95%. Okay. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. And here's the other thing. Let's throw this into the mix. This is an interesting one. Um, how, how do I want to phrase this? There, there's gyms that do this phone call first thing, right, this discovery call first. And they claim that, hey, you know, I've got a 90% close rate in that system, right? 90% close rate. So what what does that mean? What does that mean? So so they're they're closing 90% of the people that show up, but they're probably filtering out half (laughs) of the people that would come in at the front end of the deal. So they don't ever get the opportunity to maybe close a deal. They're just getting rid of all of the people that they disqualified without ever getting the opportunity to have a conversation, show them the facility. What do we do different? Maybe they could have converted somebody if they actually had them in front of them having a conversation that you'll never know. Yeah. To speak to that, right? Like oh, that's the only way the Wayne Gretzky, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. I would much rather have the opportunity to sit in across from somebody in a facility to convert a membership than assume based on a, a couple of questions that they weren't comfortable converting into that. And here's the thing. Here's the reason that when the, the, the addition of the call kind of ruffled my feathers when everybody was kind of like talking about it and layering in an additional layer of it's essentially it's resistance. You're asking clients to do one more step before that conversion to a membership can two happen. More, two more steps. They've got to book that call and show up for that call. There you go. So, um, you know, that's two more conversion opportunities that you're, you can lose clients at, right? Even asking them to book a call is another step that you will lose a percentage of people from. It's inevitable. But that addition should be thought of as reducing the number of of conversion opportunities. It's more of an operational cost savings in my book. I don't see layering in that layer, adding more opportunities down the road, unless for some reason that people are so uncomfortable coming into your facility that you're getting nobody to show up. You know what I mean? But it's, it's another level of 
friction in doing business with you in a way. And it, I and agree. It should, in my opinion, that should be something that you layer in when you're getting too many shows, not converting for the wrong reasons, meaning they can't afford it. Like it's just not possible. Um, you know, maybe they're not the qualified fit or something like that. That's where you layer in more. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a disqualification call. You're it's really what it is. You're trying to disqualify. It's, somebody, if yeah. and so, in my opinion, it's not necessarily the going to add more business to your book. It might give you less operational struggle. I guess cost for somebody sitting there sitting not, around not converting. And yet. that's and that's kind of what two. There was two comments that were brought up, like, "Hey, you know, I've getting too many people to show up that can't afford us, and so if we example. want to get on the call and let them know what we cost ahead of this, so that when they get there, they have some idea." The other was the no-show. So, okay, maybe trying it. But listen, we're doing it. We we had a really horrible July. Yeah. Um, and we didn't layer this call play in until middle of August. But but it's yielded zero yep. sales. We've had an all-time record close. We'll get there August of all time. Mm-hmm. And it was just the calendar much changing because in Arizona it's hundred it was 110 degrees for 30 straight days or higher. Yeah, it was over, yeah. And so people were not miserable. They were yep. miserable. It's right. Look, look. So that wasn't a reason to add a call in. That didn't that wasn't the reason, right? I you know, I think ideally people were hot, miserable. They want to leave their house. And now with August flipping the page, the kids are back in school and they have more time anyway. So like the call thing was added, but we haven't gotten anything from the call, but we've had a record August. So that's a case in point of like, hey, it, it's just maybe the timing of, yep. the, of the seasons. And and that's that's a good point because that's the interpretation of data. That's the understanding of the data. Great question. I had a call with one of our Iron Circle members and he exactly that wasn't um, wasn't aware of the conversations happening with all the other gyms and the fact that like July uh, in our groups, like, I mean, it slaughtered everyone. Nobody, yeah. like nobody across the U.S. in our circle did well, did really life. well. It was just a rough month for everybody. And and who knows, guys, that's the societal th- stuff. Like, you know, it could be the chatter in the news. It could be, there's a million things that influence people's decision to buy. But my point being, if you also have to have enough data to be able to interpret that data, the gym owner I was speaking with had a all time like record May for his gym growth was ex- exploded added almost like 10,000 an additional recurring revenue in just that one month massive massive win um you know a couple months later he's looking at July and again he's looking at his numbers and he's comparing it to his most successful month and he's saying you know man I'm just like we just didn't convert anybody something's wrong I got to you know I don't know what I need to change and we're having this conversation I'm calling him because I'm helping him try to figure this out and then I, you know, I give him, I give him additional data. I said, Hey, you know, are you aware that the rest of the, the group is also struggling this month in the same exact arena? Mm-hmm. Right. So rather than going and saying, Hey, none of this stuff works. Let's throw it all out. Let's try something new. Let's consider the fact that maybe it's just the time of the year. Um, yeah. And then look at, I mean, like as t- time continues to move, Things change, but the 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 only reason that you're able to do that is to go and expand on the data you're looking at, interpret the data, understand some of the nuances that are affecting that data, and then make decisions. Because 
it's not always as simple as just the math in front of you. More data is usually better. Outside factor, yeah. Outside factors really playing a call, you know. And, and again, it was it was uh, pretty much global yeah. for us. Well, U.S. based, I would say, not global, but it was like overall everybody was having the same thing. We we had a really, I mean, I think we were negative three thousand. Yeah, in July, that's a rarity. Yeah, and you know, look, we I mean, obviously we made it back up in August, but what was it, right? And mm-hmm. I think I think truly for us, at least in Arizona, it's it's easy to identify the weather being hot as hell. Well, not only that, but I mean, like we we were here, we were in the mountains for the entire duration of it. How yeah. many other people, especially you know, our avatar client, bounced? They have the yeah. ability to be somewhere else, and they probably are. Yeah. So I guess the point of this episode, guys, if you want to go back and look at your conversion percentages at each step of the process, look, dissect, don't throw it all out and try to add something in just because you think something might be up. Maybe you've got one low point. Maybe it's it's show and you can work on, you know, having a, an extra like confirmation or, or a video that yeah. you can go out. There's a lot of little things you can do to add in that little step there. That doesn't require the client or the prospect to take another step, add more friction. Actually, just it's actually less friction because they just look at it on their video, right? So there's things you can do to improve conversion percentages. Uh, not all is lost. Usually it's one step or a step and a half that is in, in your back in business. So take that for what it's worth. Hopefully this helps you guys uh, You know, go back and look. If you don't even know what your process is, that's where I would start. Go look at each conversion percentage. How many leads booked? How many booked showed? How many showed converted? Like that's the simplest four steps. Um, that's it for this episode, guys. Well, just we got one, one more step. Yeah, just not one more step, but just to that. Try and and do your best to understand what affects each of those conversion percentages. That's a big deal because the whole global process. I mean, you don't go change your ad because your show rate's lo- lousy or something. You know what I mean? Like you have to understand what changes effective affect what conversion percentage right because if you're going to go work on those you got to put the attention where it's actually going to make the difference yeah, and we, and remember we had an infographic we made we do let's go find i'll find that find that put it out there into the world the journey of the uh well it's the conversion process it is all yeah, right that's a good one all right we'll go find that and then we'll figure out how to get it to you guys that's it for this episode until next time keep changing lives see you on the next show bye all right and thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast where we help gym owners win now do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online all you need to do is join our private facebook group business talk with fitness professionals just head on over to facebook and type in business talk with fitness professionals and when you do we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven figure gym owners use to win i look forward to seeing you in the next episode until then keep building something great